Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the 1389th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen, and as always, it is my pleasure to welcome you to D Black Church. What up, what up, what up? Now, if this is your first time listening, I want to say welcome to D Block. I call this the place for the whosoever wills. Why do we deem it the place for whosoever wills? Because there's a place in all of us where everyone has to be able to accept everyone in the way that God has accepted you or me. Um, So I call it the whosoever wills so that when we understand exactly who we are, we can understand the will and whose will, and then we'll be able to do it. So for the whosoever wills, this is called the Block Church. I used to have a hashtag that said, not for the Sunday morning Christian. I remember the hashtag, and it was like, this is how it really, really started. The Block Church was really hashtag not for the Sunday morning Christian, and that within itself says a lot. And in the world that we live in today, it says so much more. But if this is your first night, welcome to D-Block. And I appreciate the invite or the acceptance to the invite. And now I ask you to go and invite your friends, invite your family, invite your loved ones, invite those that you know have a mission, have an idea, or have a dream or a vision, or at least know that what their children are seeing right now is exactly not what they are going to be. It, like, if they know that and they understand that there's something that we have to do as a whole in the collective, then D-Block Church is for them. If you'd like to join me live, the number to dial in is 319-527. 6091. Again, that's 319-527-6091. And if you'd like to join in, press 1. It signals the board. It will let me know. And then when you hear beep, that will be your turn to speak. Um, But trust me when I tell you, tonight, I encourage you all to call. I encourage you all to call because I believe that the world needs to hear your voice. Why? I was in class today. You guys know I'm affiliated with the ATS Business University. And we were in class today, and we watched a clip of a movie. And when I tell you that it was a clip of a movie, I mean, it was just a little glimpse of a movie that used to be a movie that I'm sure people sat and watched and maybe never thought that it would come true. Now, I know I'm speaking not only to myself, but I know that I can speak for myself when I say that I used to watch movies 
and I was completely entertained. Never, ever, ever did I think that my movies that I was watching growing up as a child would end up being the life that I am being forced to live or handed or the the existence of where we are right now today. So as the clip was playing, I just want to, uh, I'm not going to talk about the clip, but I'm going to talk to you about my reaction to watching this clip. So now let me explain to you the clip. And it's basically, the movie is called The Network. And the man that is talking, he is a newscaster that obviously, you know, has reported one too many news stories and had to hear one too many of his own news reports and had maybe went home and and understood some stuff about the things that he was saying. And someone would say that he might have went crazy. Somebody can call it postal. You know, in the world that we live in today, you know, you you get ousted is this is what you do or you're a loud mouth or whatever. He was, he showed his tail that day, but he was live on the air. Someone decided to keep rolling. Okay. Because it looked like, it looked like a meltdown. So right off the bat, one, if you look at where we are right now in 2021, we still have a tendency to to we still have a tendency to pay attention to the negative more so than the positive so there are still people that believe that you know exploiting someone in their time of need is a good thing. They they like to do that. You know, sometimes you might see churches and stuff on the news or whatever, and you have to ask yourself, like, are you exploiting someone right now because you're trying to get the cameras in front of you, or are you really, really talking about what God has called you to talk about when the cameras are on you so that nations can hear the actual word? Is that, like, you know, the, but... I don't know, because I'm just putting it into that scenario. So the man is at the desk, and the cameras are rolling, and he's just going through it, telling the people exactly what it is that we look at today. Like the fact that you turn the news on to hear bad stories, to understand that everything is bad, and all they do is report the bad. And then by the end of it, they actually have the audacity to have smiles on their face when they're signing off. That's how he started it. And then he just went through like a whole moment where I really just felt the tingles all over. And he said, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. And he told the people, that when you look at things that are happening in your world and you're tired 
you are to the point where it says, okay, I'm going along to get along, but at the end of the day, I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. It was it was a liberating moment. But as I was sitting and watching the people in their own in their own shells refusing to liberate them their own selves. It was weird, it was awesome, and I say, yo, I gotta take it to the block. I got to take it through the block because I got to give the people the understanding to understand that it is okay to say I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. You have that right. And when I tell you that it was like it, when he literally, if you get a chance, you got you to gotta go and you got to put it on. It's called The Network. It's an old movie from the 1970s. But I need you to understand that it was the same thing that we're dealing with right now was in this man's release. And that's what it was. It was a release. He was finished reporting raggedy, evil messages that was coming through on his script. And he literally, he had a moment of clarity to the point where he told the world that they should go to the windows. They should open the windows and scream, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. And when the people were running, well, you know, they weren't running, but they were shying away from him because it was almost like he was really crazy. But then he never stopped. He kept saying it because at the end of the day, that's how he felt. And I came on here tonight on D-Block to let you know that I feel his pain. We are watching something happen, and all of us should be mad as hell and refuse to want to take it anymore. But for some reason, we looking at all the other things and want to talk about all the other things instead of talking about how we really feel about what's happening in our world today. I came on tonight to tell you on D-Block Church that I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. And guess what? I refuse to take one more second and let it go to waste. If it ain't doing something that's going to help someone, help me, or help the generations that's coming behind me, I really don't want no parts of it. If you're talking about something and it has nothing to do with putting together a plan that you need to get done for you, yours, and the ones that you don't know, see, that's the thing. It's about the ones that you don't know. Yeah, because I can talk about the ones that I know. I can talk about those that's in our house because, you know, we love the people that's in our house. Don't mess with the people that's in my house. 
listen, this is my family. I only have to worry about them. As long as these people are fine and nobody messes with these people, nobody has to worry about me, I won't say anything to them and they won't say anything to me. Wrong. We can no longer have that attitude. Why? Because now we're showing our children that it's okay to do it by yourself. And that is an unacceptable answer, regardless of your skin color, your religious background. It's against nature. It's against God's nature. It's against the fact that we were made in a likeness of God, but with many differences. Our differences are the things that make us who we are. And together, that's what makes us tight. The thing that we have in common is the thing that we have in common, but your difference and my difference makes us the makes us united. I need to embrace your differences. You embrace my differences. Guess what? Then you'll be able to embrace somebody else's differences. The sad part about it is tonight I know I'm not talking to everybody because there's a lot of people that walk around this world and they already think that. They already know that. They already have an idea of exactly what I'm talking about. But tonight, let's tell the truth and shame the devil. It's a whole lot of people that still truly believe that they don't belong with a certain group of people or that group of people don't belong with them or however however it's twisted in their minds because it's a twisted in their minds and it's almost scary. It's almost scary because I stand here today. They call me misunderstood. I take it all day. The reason why I take it is because I'm not misunderstood as if I don't understand anything. I'm misunderstood like I'm a lady and I'm growing up in this thing and I get it. I understand what God is saying. And at the end of the day, if he ain't saying it to you or the person that that, – If he ain't saying it to you, what I'm saying to you is that you need to get a little bit closer so that you can hear what he's saying. Not what somebody else is saying that he's saying. See, because right now, okay, it's a little bit better because it's like you're outside of the building of the actual church building. Because if you're anything like me, you know, your church ain't been open since the pandemic started. One of the things I'll never, ever believe in my life, you could have never told me that it would have happened. You could have never told me that the church that I dedicated my life to, that I was sowing into, that I was doing my time, and then I know it's got a lot of eyes in it, and maybe that's what happened. But I went into a building with some eyes, maybe, so then it was like you needed to be an eye. But then I realized that I didn't need to be an eye, I was the eye that got sent. Wait a minute. Hold up. Now, I know three people just said, oh, what did she say? Did she say she was the, she was what God sent? Now, how, had, how in the world could she? Maybe because tonight I'm standing here to say I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. If you are out there right now and you have a feeling on your heart and you have something to say, <clears throat> you need to say it. 
You need to let someone know that you might not be able to call right this second. But I'm trying to tell you, when you put it in the atmosphere, you should have seen how the people reacted. No one wanted to do it. No one wanted to get up and just tell the truth. How lost are we when we can sit and watch the truth be told and it's a lie? And we know it. There used to be a time where we could say that we didn't know it. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me speak for myself because, you know, everybody knows everything. And everybody has their own relationship, you know, and they don't need to go to church to do this. And they know who God is because they make their own things and it's just how it is. And I understand all of that. But there's something that happens inside of a building. It doesn't matter who they are. But if they're there for a purpose, that purpose is manifested. It has no choice but to be manifested. But the first thing you have to be able to do is admit that you are mad as hell. And you just ain't going to take it anymore. 319-527-6091 is this number. Just in case you got something on your chest or you just want to join with me tonight to let something or the atmosphere know. I'm mad as hell. And I can't take it anymore. Just think about it. Now, I'm going to give you a little Bible, but I can't do Bible, Bible, but you know what I'm saying about the Bible, because we live in Bible every day, whether you like it or not. That's the thing. Now, if you don't know the Bible because somebody else told you that the Bible wasn't what the Bible was supposed to be, and you never read the Bible for yourself, or you never read any of them books for yourself so you can understand exactly what it was that they were trying to say to you, then maybe you might not understand this right now, but I would like you to go back and read it so that you do understand because there's something out here for all of us. And 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 until we all understand that, we all won't be accepting enough for it to all work. Tell the truth. Because those that think that they are the ones that we are supposed to follow are not the ones that we need to follow because something is, is wrong in their following. Something is wrong in their etching. Now, I ain't going to say now, no, no, don't get me out. Don't, 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 don't misquote me or something because I know that I'm misunderstood and we have misunderstandings. But I don't want you to think that I'm saying that pastors are out here doing, you know what I mean? That ain't what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if the word is a if if you're finding out, if you still have questions, you need to find out. So you need to go in and read the word so that you can get the answers that it is that you're looking for. No, let me say it again. So if you're really looking for the answers and you're asking other people about the answers, you need to go into the word so you can actually find the answers for yourself because then he will then talk to you while you then read the scripture. One more time? No, no, no. I think you got it. But you understand what I'm saying? Like that thing has to become what it is that it wants to be. Now, is it life? 
I say it's life because it's the best guy that you probably have to do and the best kind of life that you possibly can. But I know through all of it, it is life. And because of the fact that you have a choice in life, you're supposed to live life. And you're supposed to live it abundantly. You're supposed to live it full. You're supposed to live it abundantly. And if you hook up with what it is that you've been called and sent here for, right, then you live life while you're living life. And it's something that actually happens, is tangible, and gets done as opposed to something that you see on a real, like on a TV screen that looks real good and keeps you in the same spot for a year, two years, three years, just watching, same thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself. Remember, I know I'm probably the only person that has ever done anything in that manner, but I know that God is looking down at me, and he's still saying, Adrian, I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of you because of the fact that you are able to say what is wrong, how you feel, when you need to say what you need to say, because if I am the lead, if I am ordering your steps, and you go where I go, but you got to get to that place in your own heart where you know that, the steps that you, the places that you go have been ordered. The reasons why you're there are ordered. So you become grounded in your own right to understand that at least it's not you doing these things, but it's God working them and orchestrating them through you. So therefore you meeting up with other yous and you guys embracing your differences, then you yous can do what God has in mind. It reminds me of the um, when when people when people quote scripture, they used to always quote, you know, all things are all things all things work to those that are good, right? And it was like, wait, <laughs> okay, I dig it, but wait a minute, hold up, it's more to that scripture. And then we go into the next section, the next section of life, where it's like you're walking around with people who are interpreting scriptures that they really never even cared to read. So if the if the message was preached wrong, and the whole scripture wasn't given, you don't even understand what the whole scripture is. So you're trying to make things work together. And then it's like, well, wait, what things are supposed to be working together? And then you have to dig deeper, and then you realize, oh, that love God and are called according to his purpose. I got you. Wait a minute. Hold on. So according to his purpose, because if it's somebody else's purpose or another type of purpose, then you kind of have to say, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Who is this? What is this about? Because everything that everything and what they say, everything that glitters ain't gold. <laughs> well, if you don't understand that saying, then it just says all shiny things look. All shiny things aren't great. Is that is that a good one? 
Did you get it that way? What I'm trying to say and what I am saying is that you got to get to a part in your life where you can just be able to say, you know what, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. It's so liberating. It's almost like throwing it up to God. And the reason why I say it is because when he's talking to the people and he's telling the people to go to the window and scream out loud, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. By the time the people started to get up, because I want you to understand that he was determined to make someone understand that night that it was easy to say and it was liberating to say and it was something that was so needed. And today we need to say. We need to say it and we need to say it. We need to say it together. And now let me talk about together because that's the problem. Why is it that we can't do it together? Can someone tell me, press one right now and explain to me, why is it that we have a problem of doing something together, but we all want the same thing? How does it happen? Where is the conflict? Why is it that when we're doing what we need to do and what God is calling us to do, we can do whatever it is that we need to do, and when you turn around, the people that need to be in place are right in the place that you need them to be because of the fact that God has orchestrated it because if it's time for things to happen, it's time for things to happen, right? So then you look around and then you say, okay, God, what you got? I see you guys. I see you guys. But at the end of the day, it looks like I have a caller. Let's bring him on right now because it, it, in the moment, caller, are you there? Yes, I am, Sister Adrian, and I do understand your frustrations, and I do really uh, want to tell you, yeah, I do ask that question every single day where I see where, you know, we don't have unity and the one thing that I can come up with, you can come up with any other reason why we can't just overcome together is because we don't respect our elders. Every other race on this planet respects the elders. We are the only race that questions the elders. We're the only race that do not respect our elders. You can go to the Indians. They respect the elders until the elders tell them, we want to walk off into the sunset. The Italians, they control a lot of different things. And they tell their youngsters, you need to step up because I won't be here. You can go into the Jews, which control everything, and say, hey, I am going to pass this on to you. Your time will come. And you go so on and so on. You can go on to the Chinese where they say this has been going on for thousands of years and this is what we hold on to and this is what you have to do until your time comes. But, you know, right now, as, as you know, as a race, 
And as a culture, we don't have, you know, the pecking order where we are elders. And that's where I see where our falling out with, you know, our youngsters and, you know, our elders. Whereas though our youngsters know, you know, everything before they turn 21. And that's all I have to say. Wait a minute. You didn't drop the mic like that. Some of them before they turn 21. You know, like, I'm a whole grown behind something all at 21 years old. If you don't get your 21 behind, child, please. You Thank you, Papa. <laughs> thank you, Papa, because I feel you and I hear your pain. But guess what, y'all? It's time to change these things because he is so, so, so right. Because there's one thing about elders. Like, shout out to Mr. Jesse. Because Mr. Jesse is my man. Shout out to Miss Quarles, because Miss Quarles is my girl. They my homies. I want you to know that they're over 80. Mr. Jesse is over 90. And they're friends of mine that speak life into me. And I can speak to them, and we can have real conversation, and I love it. I love to laugh with my elders. And you're right, Brother Rob. Our children are missing out. And it's a shame because our children are missing out because, listen, I don't know why the kids are missing out because, it, well, I do know why the kids are missing out, but now it's almost to the point where, okay, so if we even know this and this is what's going on, how is it that we could solve it? The problem that we would then have is that the elders wouldn't want to budge on anything that the children are trying to bring unless it is a certain type of way, certain type of standard, certain type of level, and there you have it. So the kids wouldn't want to really have to work their tails off to try to enable, you know what I mean, to set up to what they call the standard of whatever it is because now they have a question of why is it that this person is setting a standard for me? Now, where do we get that liberating mind from? I, I'm not really sure because it's like, like, I, I'm in my 40s, and I don't really have that type of mind. I mean, I'm learning how to have it because the world is telling me that it's time to have it, and you just got to have it, so you better just have it. Like, so I'm having it because I have to have it, and I have to have it because I'm watching little three- and four-year-olds that I'll be damned if they have it. I'm sorry, so no, 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 no. I'm going to say it just like I said, just how I have to say it, because at the end of the day, if you don't respect your elders, which a lot of us don't, because understand if our children aren't respecting our elders, that's because the adults that they are around aren't respecting their elders. Simple as that. It's not our children's fault. It's the adults that are around those children that don't respect their elders, and that's how that works. So it's not the kid's fault ever. It's always got to be the parent that's around. the. It's always got to be the adult that's with the kid because the adult is showing the kid the example of disrespect. And as long as it's okay for that adult to be disrespectful, then, of course, it's normal for the kid to be disrespectful because it's just that normal. Because, you know what I mean? Because 
and then you go and then you go the one generation up because then you go to the next generation who really wants to say something to you. This is the Miss Quarles and the Mr. Jessies. They want to say something to you, but at the end of the day, they don't say it fast enough for you to even give them time to complete their thoughts. Everything is so fast, everything is so quick that when they speak, their words are like there's a, there's a man in the ATS, he always says, Mr. Phil, he always says, um, words are priceless, but learn to appreciate the space in between the words. Right. So when you are speaking with an older person, you do appreciate the the space inside their words because you're hearing you 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 see the you see where they're coming from because they've come from there if you know what i mean like if you know anyone like pastor pastor always talks about her grandma like i've had the opportunity to meet tisa like you know like i've had the opportunity to sit and laugh and sit in the presence of you know of my elders of my like that was that this is the closest thing that you'll ever get to what it is that you really should be doing in life and it's like we miss this we're we're quick to rush an elder across the street we don't want to hold the doors anymore like you know i must say that like traveling is better because you can see how people live in different places. And it's kind of like, it's weird because then you kind of look at different places and then you kind of ask yourself, like Brother Rob just said, like, what do you do with your elders? Like, do you respect your elders? Like, because you can actually tell if the city respects their elders. Because they do actually wait for their elders. They do actually hold doors for people. So, you know, I I used to live in one place where it just said, they don't do this. They ain't going to do that. Like, you have to say something about it so that it can get done. And then you have another place that does do it because they did they were raised by their grandparents. They do respect their grandparents. But as a whole especially as a black unit, we don't even know our ancestors. And that's the problem. I mean, quiet is kept. We're living in a world where some people do know and other people have no idea. And because of the fact that there's a no idea in it, it allows you to live almost like in in this type of obliviation where you you're just not there you're existing but you're not there so in those types of moments that's when your relationship is built that's when you're learning about God that's when you need to grab a word and read it and find out exactly why you're where you are where you need to be like are you right where because right now where you are is exactly where you need to be regardless of where it's at how you feel and all of that other kind of stuff just understand if you embrace that right there that right where you are is exactly where you need to be you might be able to turn around and say I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore 
just because you're in the spot and you know that you're in that spot. And there might be something about that spot that really bothers you and you know damn well that you got to get out of that spot, but something else is putting you in the spot. So now you're sitting there and you're frustrated, but at the end of the day, if you don't actually say, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore, it will never be released. It's almost like in... It's almost like in salvation. It's almost like when you are looking for, when you're walking around, you're looking for love in all the wrong places. You know, that's a song, right? You know, I don't know songs that well, but I know that song. They said it was you were looking for love in all the wrong places. People find out that they put their love into what it is that they expect to be life for them. And when I say life, it is like their existence, what makes them who they are. At one time, I actually was stupid enough to put my existence into a man. That was the worst thing that I could have ever done to my own damn self. And that, and that was real. And that was real because now I feel now I'm like pulling the Shanti Shange again when I'm sitting here talking about somebody that almost walked off with all my stuff. And I was standing there the whole damn time looking at myself. It's one of the most one of the most demeaning places to be, but one of the most one of the most needed places to be because at that moment that's when you can say, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. And the second that you give it up, God be right there. Bang. Just like that. I'm sorry, you didn't get it. Let me let me give it back to you so you can get your release. Because at the end of the day, if you're standing there and you already know that you're in your place, but you're not supposed to be in that place, but you've got to be in that place because that's a place where you are learning, you are you are either learning something or you're you're figuring it out for something or you're an example for somebody else right now that's going through something else. Just stay where you are and look up and know that what God is trying to tell you right now is pay attention. Why? Because if you're on this line tonight, you are a person that's now going to know. So now when you see things happening, it's you that's supposed to orchestrate it because when God gave you the ability to walk up in the thing and you gave and you could see it and you could see all of his help right there, you put it together. God breathes life into things. We incorporate ourselves. With our like, our differences keep us together as in who we are. The one thing that I did understand about God is that he made us all in his likeness and his image. However, if you pay attention, every single one of us is different. Even twins are different. If they don't look that different, you can check them out because I think they don't even, I don't think that they're, their uh, their prints are different. I think they have they have a way. They're different. Put it that way. And when I'm saying that they're different, that's a good thing because regardless of however you ever thought that you didn't meet up to a standard or there was something that someone told you that you weren't doing it the right way or you needed to do it this way in order for it to work out for you in this manner 
or they thought that the best thing that you should do is do it this way, or any of those types of things. If you've been in any of those types of places where you've had people look at you and literally tell you, oh, no, child, that ain't going to work because this, that, and the other thing, and this, that, and the other thing, and this, that, and the other thing, and this, that, and the other thing, get away from them. Because at the end of the day, if they can't see life, get away from them. You have to. You have to get away from people that can't see life because we are living. We are trying to live. And then it goes back to this actual news reporter because the news reporter is kind of like no joke. Everything is always bad. Everything is bad. No joke. We know that everything is bad. What happens to the good? Why can't we talk about the good? We understand that everything is bad, everything might going to be bad and everything, but even in the bad, there's always good. Why is it that we can't focus on the good? Let's start focusing on the good and not focusing on the bad, and maybe the bad will dwindle away. Because right now, if I listen to another report about something that they are foreseeing to happen, that if they keep talking about it, has no no point no um no other thing to do but happen because they you do know that what we speak into our atmosphere is serious what we allow people to speak into our atmosphere is serious and when we hear things that don't belong in our atmosphere we have the right to throw them out we have the right to throw them out and if they come really really fast you can tell them I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore so you're gonna have to just stop throwing them things. Matter of fact, I'm taking my I'm taking my attention and I'm going elsewhere. However, I need to say it out my mouth that you must stop this thing. I'm mad as hell. And I can't take it anymore. Trust me. Try it tomorrow. The man told him to go to the window and open the window and say it. You should have saw how they had to do what they had to do in order for it to happen. Now, it looks like I have a caller. Is there a caller here? I'm going to take the caller before this call of salvation. Caller, are you there? State your name. All right. So what we'll do is if the caller does come back, we will get the caller right on, but there's a moment in in every night where we allow you the opportunity to actually lay your lay your stuff on the altar. And the reason why I like to say it like that is because what we don't do is we don't do what the old people used to do. Almost because, like Pop-Pop said, we know a better way of doing it. Well, there's a song that's too slow, and we just want to sl- clap it up, and, you know, we got to speed it up. It's funny because life comes full circle because I was a little girl that wanted to clap faster than everyone in church because I wanted the hymn to get faster. Now I'm standing there, and I'm praying to God that he slows it down so that they can hear the words that they're singing. What we do is, it's called the call of salvation. And if you've never, 
if you've never taken the call, if you've never had the call, if you've never asked God to come into your life and actually look you over and handle those things that you're falling short on, he can remove them. Those things that people said about you, they can be removed. They are removed. The blessing of it is that one thing that God won't do is turn his back on you. And when you realize that you have a place because you have asked for this forgiveness, you take pride in knowing that it is something that you're going to work on daily. The reason why you work on it daily is so that you can live to strive to be better each and every day. Why? For real, for real? Because somebody's watching you. I hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. You got to live right because somebody else is watching you. I know a lot of people don't want to live, right? But now you have to because guess what? I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. So if you are out there tonight and you have never asked God to come into your life, repeat after me. You don't have to say these words, but you could just be in the ballpark. Come real. Say, God, I admit I'm a sinner. I admit I have fallen short, and I admit that I need your help, and I believe in your son, who died to save all men. And I thank God that I'm a part of that man. I know that it's not going to be easy, and I know that it's not going to be all gold. But God, I'm asking you tonight to come in and be my be my guide, be my be my protection. And allow me to really go through what I need to go through so that I can get a clear understanding of what it is that you are literally really calling me to do. Amen. If you said something like that, if you allowed yourself the moment to actually just stop and realize that there's something way bigger than you out there and everything you fell short on you could just get rid of my lord my lord that's what happens when you know that you are mad as hell and you can't take it anymore it's one of the most liberating things that I saw today And if you could say that about your life, if you could say that about COVID, if you could say that about all of the things that are bothering you right now, you've conquered. You're going to go to bed. You're going to wake up fresh tomorrow. And you'll be trying to figure it out. Not so much because of the salvation, but because of the fact that you actually were able to get it off of your chest. Oh, because trust me, that thing ain't going to be sweet. Because if you were good at what you did, the devil is definitely not happy. <laughs> because he's feeling like he's losing the team. And right now, they're about to go to war. This is war. So understand that if you're coming now, you're coming in great time. 
Because that says you're opening your eyes to something that's saying that, whoa, wait, hold up. I thought I had, but wait, mm, something else? Yeah. Rest assured, if you put your arms and you trust in him, he got you. They say believe it. That's all you got to do. And you got to walk like you believe it. You got to walk like you believe it. Brother Rob, what time is it? I don't have a key. I'm not by my phone. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm not yes. by my phone. No, no, no problem, no problem. And let me tell you something. I'm going to vouch for my sister. My sister, and I know that's a phrase from um, our dearly departed uh, sister, Darlene. But I'm going to say my sister, my sister, I'm going to tell you, you know, you put it out there plain and simple. And, you know, I'm just very, very delighted to hear, you know, um, this sermon slash, you know, testimonial that has gone on tonight. And I'm telling you something, if you don't feel anything, I'm going to tell you something, you're dead inside and you just really need to get yourself right. And what Sister Adrian has been saying all night, get yourself right. And, you know, we all have to take corrective measures. And one thing that we can take from tonight, and I know this is a, a phrase I stole from you, what we're going to take back is take back our corrective measures that we need to do to get right. And uh, with that being said, this is a Product Purpose Camp Network, and I'm just going to let you know that uh, we are, you know, broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And anytime you want to contact us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can contact us here at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. You can see your comments, questions, concerns via email, and we uh, greatly appreciate that. Uh, any feedback, uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we will make the natural corrective adjustments that we can. And we thank you and appreciate you for that. And also, no matter where you are in the world, listen to us. We appreciate your listenership. We thank you so much. Um, and we're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. We're on Facebook where we invite you to like us at Purpose Kingdom. We thank you so much for those that, that do so and share with your friends and family members. And also, um, anytime you want to hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And you can simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And we greatly appreciate that uh, for those that share with their family and friends uh, if you truly like our uh, broadcast. And we broadcast, you know, uh, uh, every day that we are able to. And we also want to let you know the up- upcoming shows. So God will, God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening for a broadcast of Minister Bernard Merrill, which is By Faith We're Good. And once again, at the 9 p.m. hour tomorrow evening, it's going to be By Faith We're Good, hosted by Minister Bernard Merrill. Well, God's going, God's blessing. We hope you uh, enjoy, you know, uh, the broadcast tonight and also our upcoming broadcast. And make sure you share, share, share. We thank you so much uh, for sharing with, uh, you know, everybody in worldwide, we appreciate, you know, our listenership. And we just thank you for your support. And also, one option uh, that you can do is that if you have an iPhone, there's a purple icon on your phone where you can just simply tap on that, type in Purpose Kingdom, follow, and you will not miss 
a single episode of Purpose Kingdom Network, and we thank you so much for that. If you have an Android phone, phone, um, you can go to Google Play, and you can do likewise on that uh, Google Play uh, platform. We thank you so much, and with that being said, um, graciously, I'm going to just just tell uh, Sister Adrian, um, I really appreciate tonight's episode, and um, I'm going to turn the program back over into your hands. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you, and I thank you so much, because at the end of the day, y'all, we got to understand that we ain't got a long time. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got any more time for that. We walking around here talking about white, black, right, left, what happened at the Capitol, all this other fly stuff. Let's just say, guess what? I'm mad about it all. I'm mad about all of it, and now that I got it off my chest, let's go forward. Are you mad about it all? Because if you're mad about it all, get it off your chest so you can just go forward. Because as long as you're still sitting around talking about you mad and ain't willing to say that you're mad, there's an issue in that, and it's bigger than everything, and we ain't got time for that right now. So like I said, this is this is a moment where, like, I, if you're here, if you're listening to it, if you if you ran back into it, it was for you. Why was it for you? Because you heard me. Because you was mad about something. You've been mad about a lot of stuff. Because at the end of the day, if you look at stuff, you're looking at it and you're saying, you know what? I'm mad about the whole damn thing. I'm doing this because I need to, because I'm trying to keep the kids together. I'm trying to keep my marriage together. I'm doing this because people are trying to, you know what I mean? I'm people trying to be nice to you or whatever. But at the end of the day, you don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. If you're mad, you need to stand up and say it. I'm mad as hell. And I can't take it anymore. The reason why, the reason why, I can't take it anymore is because I'm watching everything else happen and sometimes nothing. And it's like, oh, my God. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm mad. I can tell you one thing. When you look at it and you sitting around and you thinking that you're mad as hell, always remember that God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So he was the same God then, he was the same God now, and he'll be the same God that's going to take you to the next place of wherever you're going. The difference is release what is going on right now so that you can let it be gone and you can actually let it release and say, I'm mad as hell and I can't take it anymore. And then you'll be able to look up one day and just start smiling and then you'll be able to sing. You know, and then you be looking at people and people be looking at you and you be trying to figure out what's wrong with them and they be trying to figure out what you, what's wrong with you. And you got a song in your head and you just like, what's wrong with you? And the people looking at you and they're trying to figure it out and you want to just tell them, go ahead, baby, and tell them the world you're mad. It's okay to say you're mad because if you admit that you're mad, it's all right to react to the fact that you're mad. And guess what you won't do? You won't react in a bad way because you'll be released of your mad. I know it sounds crazy, but you actually have to try it. Like the next time somebody cuts you off, don't get mad. Don't get mad. Just let them do it. 
let them cut you off and just see if it if it if it works the same way. If it works the same way, then you you made it. If not, there's something that you need to release. And until you actually release, it won't work the way that it needs to work. All right. But what I will say is that as long as y'all understand that, you know, as long as you can speak it and you can say what it is that you need to say, just know that if you're mad, you should say something. If you can't take it anymore, you should say something. The release of it all is what makes it the best of it all. And that's how you conquer and win. That's how you end up on the other side of whatever it is, regardless of where you are, how it looks, regardless of what they say, regardless of what it even looks like. Understand something. If you don't understand it, I told you, go into the Word and read it. Just open it and read it. He'll start talking to you right in the midst of where you are. If you don't believe me, then try it. But that is how God works because he needs a relationship. It has nothing to do with anyone else but what it is that he says to you. So until you actually do it, you're not going to get it. You won't be able to get it. You'll hear me, and you won't be able to get it. You'll hear someone else, and you won't be able to get it. Everything and anything will be going on so that you don't get it, and that's nobody's fault but the fact that you have not done the quiet moment that you need in order to be able to say, I'm mad as hell, and I can't take it anymore. And you know that God grabs it. And you know God grabs it. And you know God grabs it. Until, until, until then, I will talk to you guys in two weeks. Have, have a great one. Say it with your chest. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose.